You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Benny and the Bets. What is good, everybody? This is Benny and the Bets. We are recording at a special time today. Uh, leading into Chiefs and Vikings. It's big game, the main CBS game. And so I figured, you know, we always have an opportunity to talk with betting insiders across the country, but um, especially given the nature of this game and how I think a lot of Chiefs fans might be overlooking it a little bit. Vikings are one in three. They were able to scratch and claw their way back to uh, an opportunity against the, the Vikings. Uh, Alec Lewis, uh, might rem- remember that name, uh, used to cover the Royals here in Kansas City. Uh, he is now covering the Vikings, doing an awesome job over at The Athletic. So he's going to join us in just a second here on the show today for all things Vikings and especially maybe a couple nuggets you can take away leading into the matchup. Do want to mention, though, because we are presented by PXG, the good folks over at PXG in Kansas City, that's where we're doing the show today from their gorgeous store over in Overland Park. Had an opportunity uh, to get a fitting once again with the GOAT, the uh, the first female in PXG history to be uh, one of their lead fitters in Alex Oren. She's the absolute best. If you guys have an opportunity to work with her on a fitting, I highly recommend you do so. It's also $25 for a full fitting right now, so make sure you guys take advantage of that. Their fall apparel line is out, so not only can you get some insane discounts from the summer apparel, the fall stuff is looking good. I actually have my box that I'm picking up today uh, for a few new polos. Got a pullover heading into the fall. Everything looks fantastic, and of course, they take really, really good care of you. They're a great partner of us here at PXG, so we ask you guys uh, to take good care of them. Great partner with uh, KCSN, I should say. So please do uh, give it back, share some love over at PXG here at their store in Overland Park. Alec, it is great to talk to you, man. So good to uh, have you back somewhat in uh, in Kansas City. I know that uh, the move to Minnesota has been well, but uh, it's great to see you, man. Welcome back to the show, and uh, hope everything's been going well for you so far. Yeah, you too, Benny. It's been a minute. Um, I, I think I need to get a PXG. I got to figure out how to get some kind of uh, setup there. It looked like you were getting some good stuff. I know with my swing, I need some help. So um, that was, it was a good reminder of what I need. Uh, <laughs> in the short term, I guess the winter, I'm not going to be able to play very much up here, but figure it out. I was going to say, like, if I was the reason, regardless of whether or not my swing looked good, but the clubs look good, if I can help you out in that department, you know... You know it's a phone call away, man. Anytime you're you're in town, uh, we we can certainly get you set up with the uh, with the good folks over here. How's how's the transition been? Being in Minnesota, being able to uh, really cover a kind of a fascinating team. It's obviously a, a little bit different than what you were covering on the baseball side of here in Kansas City, but but the Vikings they they tend to create almost their their own narratives week after week, and there's plenty of intriguing personalities on this team as well. Yeah, it's been really fun. It happened on a whim and very quickly last year. I mean, I was covering the Royals literally July of last year, right? right. And I walked in a week before the season. I remember like the one of the first days I was here, there was Zadarius Smith giving a press conference about Aaron Rodgers. And I'm like, what is going on? Uh, things happened very fast. And then the season was crazy. Like, I don't know how, how, how well people in Kansas City know, but the Vikings won 13 games. They they went 11-0 and in one-score games. They had the game in Buffalo against Josh Allen, who fumbled the football on the goal line. It was insanity. And then this year, 
um, it has been kind of the, the inverse where they have uh, turned the ball over a ton and those turnovers have really eliminated their chance of winning pretty much every game they played. I mean, they're one in three, but you could conceivably say they could be four and oh. And so it's, it's, it is Vikings people have had a rough go. Minnesota people rooting for their sports teams have had a rough go, I think for like three decades. So you hear it a lot, but it's, it's been a really fun. And it's been fascinating to kind of cover on a daily basis. Yeah. The, the Vikings conversation last year, especially from, from a batting perspective was, yeah, they keep winning games. It's sort of like how you look at Mahomes from time to time. It's that they may not cover the spread, but they're going to find a way to win the game. And a lot of the conversation from the offseason was Vikings might be that team where the regression monster starts to finally come back. Yeah, Cousins turned the ball over a little bit last year, but really more so this year. And you mentioned the fact that they were undefeated uh, in those single possession games. Uh, all of a sudden, it's a much different story. The, the NFL year to year, even week over week, uh, will will change directly. My question is, even after that 0-3 start, they finally got the ball to go their way. It was a key play in that matchup against Carolina, and I'm curious to get your perspective, A, on that play, but also whether or not you buy into that type of play, that type of turnover, really changing the season for Minnesota at least four weeks in. I think it's possible, and and without that turnover, it seemed like things were kind of headed towards running off the tracks. I mean, it's so interesting. They 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 fired their defensive coordinator last year, Ed Donatel, who was a Vic Fangio kind of off coverage type of guy, and they hired Brian Flores, who is as aggressive as as you could be. I mean, he is throwing punches all day long, lining up eight guys on the front and sending whoever the heck. He sends on any given down. And on that down, he sent Harrison Smith, who I think a lot of people here were really curious to see, would he be able to thrive in a defense that was like what Mike Zimmer used to run here? And he did on Sunday. And the hope from Vikings people inside the building is he could continue to do that moving forward. But it it, it, it really, um, you look at this team as a whole, you mentioned Kirk Cousins, I mean, Justin Jefferson, they've had seven turnovers in opponent territory. And I think six of those turnovers have happened from the 31-yard line or in. I mean, Justin Jefferson reached for the pylon and fumbled the ball through the end zone. Um, there have been just odd, wacky, the ball bouncing every which way. And so I think it clouds the reality, which is this this Vikings offense is dangerous for sure. And the defense can, can be chaotic and be frisky. And so as I think about this weekend, and it really a lot of these weekends for this team, it's just so unpredictable because I do think think there is a lot to like with what they have they're currently a five-point dog at home the latest numbers are out from DraftKings Sports which was taking a look right before you came on five-point underdog at home right now the Vikings getting 31 percent of the money over at DraftKings 24 percent of the bets so we're seeing even though this number originally opened at six there's been money moving towards Minnesota Kirk Cousins we can talk about the narrative until we're blue in the face. And anytime it's a, a noon game playing in Minnesota, more often than not, he's been very successful over the course of his career. It's the late afternoon prime windows. That's been the topic of conversation for a long time. I guess a two part question here. Do, do you feel like that narrative really is true to how the public maybe views Kirk cousins? And do you look at this game saying, eh, there's a reason why there's some money moving towards Minnesota is they can be dangerous and with the type of offensive weapons they have, this is probably the most dangerous offense the Chiefs have faced this year. 
the narratives around Kirk are, are crazy and they are, um, I think a lot of them you can, you can explain away for sure, but I think a lot of them are just part of kind of what has been around him forever. I, I do think there are times, especially against really good teams in these types of windows where he does get a little frazzled, but maybe partially that's because his offensive line and the interior has always been a little iffy. And so he's trying to, to mitigate that type of risk. Um, as far as this game in general and the points and where things lie, I mean, I do. I, this this Vikings offense is dangerous. I mean, it really is. These last two weeks, they've really gotten their running game going. The Panthers and Chargers played with two deep safeties to try to take away Justin Jefferson. That had left light boxes for the Vikings to run the football, and they they brought in uh, Cam Akers recently, who was pretty effective last week in his first action with Minnesota. Alexander Madison looked the best that he's looked last week and so just holistically I think offensively the Chiefs have their hands full without question the defensive side from a talent perspective it's deficient and it's it's really Brian Flores can you create enough havoc to to, to keep the team in the football game I have a hard time believing that Patrick Mahomes is not going to slice and dice this defense even if it's just dumping the ball down short and inter intermediate areas the entire game but I, I look at that points number and that's where I, I think People could find value because um, both these offenses are dangerous, and and I I I don't believe the Vikings offense has really shown a full game of what it can be, and this could be the opportunity. We'll be right back with Benny and the Bets live from PXG in Overland Park. Stay with us. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. It's more fun to be there for live Kansas City Chiefs football. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the Kansas City Chiefs and the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best view of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. And you can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Chiefs. All right, by the way, if you're looking at the total for this game, DraftKings has the number currently at 53 and a half. That's one of the higher numbers on the board. Um, we'll, we'll get into, you know, sort of where we we might like to go uh, with regards to this game. Uh, but I do want to also ask you about the, that Vikings defense that you mentioned. They're on a historic pace, Alec, as far as completions allowed. Like we're talking about perhaps an all-time record in the NFL. The Vikings just have not been able to get key stops this year. Plenty of open space in the field. And conversely, you have a Chiefs team where their wide receivers caught seven passes in the game against the Jets last week. It's obviously been a topic of conversation, even with Mahomes and his ability to be able to navigate down the field. Where have the Vikings, in the midst of all their issues on defense, where have they had the most amount of trouble? Has it been on the outside? Do we look from a prop perspective to you know, maybe somebody like Marcus Valdez-Scanley who can go down the field? What about the slot with Sky Moore? Where where have they had their biggest issues in coverage? The quarterback room is just so young. I mean, a Caleb Evans is a starter, and he was a, he, he's really in his second year, but it's really his rookie year because he suffered three concussions last year. And so... Keenan Allen torched them for 18 catches and 250 yards, 15 yards, excuse me, on the outside. Fire Murphy 
the cornerback has been pretty good. He was an acquisition uh, this offseason. He's been solid, but the cornerback room is just so thin. And then uh, when you pair that in coverage with a, a pass rush group that until this past week didn't have Marcus Davenport, um, when you pair those things together, it was just a, a defense that I think was just like, we're going to take away the explosive plays. We're going to keep everything in front of us. And you might complete 76% of your passes, which I think is what they're giving up right now uh, to opposing quarterbacks. And, and it's not like they played a gauntlet at Baker Mayfield, Bryce Young, um, a couple of those guys. So I, it's really a collective, the pass rush and the coverage in tandem just have not been dangerous enough. I do think having Marcus Davenport like they did this past week against Carolina should help things, but that's where I, I do just – I think about the Vikings playing this week with Brian Flores and the amount of off coverage they're probably going to play with the Caleb Evans and Byron Murphy. Now, and I've just it, – it's impossible for me to see a way where Patrick Mahomes is not completing a large chunk, chunk of passes. Justin Herbert completed 40, 40 of 47 passes two weeks ago. Uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. So um, the prop bets on all of the receivers seem to that probably catch my ear. To be honest. So it's looking at the Vikings. If you're looking at it from a long-term perspective, and I know that most Chiefs fans are kind of coming into this game thinking, "All right, well, it's really this should be an easy win on their schedule." The Chiefs have been favored in every game that they've played this year, but. The Vikings, if you look at their futures odds right now, still five to one to win. I believe a pretty wide open NFC North. The Lions are obviously impressive coming into Arrowhead in week one, but then they go ahead and and lose a winnable game at home against Seattle and and then a couple tougher wins that they were able to grind out. But do you look at this Vikings team long term and say, if the defense starts to grow, if they start to get right, we know what the offense is capable of doing. Do you still look at them in the sense of they can still make a run at this division or are, are we looking at more likely or not they could be a team selling off pieces maybe in a few weeks. The two things with the Lions that concern me that that make me think the Vikings have have a chance to make a run at this are Jared Goff under pressure. He still this year has not been good under pressure. And Brian Flores has gotten them in the past sending a lot of pressure. So when I think about those matchups, that comes to my mind. The other thing with Detroit is their defense and their secondary. They're going to get Emmanuel Mosley back this week. And, and Brian Branch has really uh, helped that group. But overall, I, I still don't know if it stacks up, uh, especially when you compare it and, and think about the Vikings offense facing it. So again, that if you compare the two teams, there is breathing room for the Vikings. The, the other element that before the season on paper, the Vikings schedule was extremely difficult. You play the Chiefs, the Eagles, uh, the Bengals and the 49ers. And the Eagles beat them. The Chiefs are favored this weekend. The 49ers in two weeks will be favored, but the Bengals have fallen off. And so the back half of the schedule is Falcons, Packers, Saints, Bengals, um, Bears twice. I mean, there are a lot of opportunities for the Vikings to steal some games and, and maybe rip off a bunch uh, to make a run. So as 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 low the, as the odds are and as probably inconceivable as it seems after a loss to the Bucks and to the Chargers and, and games like that, it, it, it seems to me like it, it, there is a window and there is a path, but the Vikings don't have any room for error at this point. All right, last one for you, Alec. Always good to be able to have a conversation with you, talk things through ahead of the matchup this week. What, what the hell are the Vikings doing trying to rile up Travis Kelsey, talking about Taylor Swift before this game? Like, 
you know it's a must-win situation. You know they need to be able to take care of business at home. Like, why do you give anybody on this Chiefs team anything that they can use as motivation? Like, we saw from quarterback, Mahomes will come up with something, sort of how Michael Jordan used to do it uh, when we read and, and followed the last dance. Why give Kansas City anything, and have they addressed it at all this week? Yeah, having lived in Kansas City for three years and watching this Patrick Mahomes experience, I I laugh every time I read stuff on Twitter of like, the uh, the Chiefs need a wide receiver. What are they going to do at this position defensively? I'm like, but you guys stop. I get Chiefs fans love it and they fret about every little thing. But I mean, when you have this guy, it, it's really silly. As far as the Byron Murphy thing, I was in the conversation and I don't think he thought that it could be something that was going to like blow up in his face. And he's like, he was just being a nice guy. trying just having fun. Yeah. And then on Twitter, I see it blow up and I'm like, oh man, that's not going to be good for him. <laughs> with the Swift army coming after him. But yeah, th- this, this chief's team does not need any motivation. They don't need any help. When you have this guy at quarterback, you don't need anything really other than just to play, throw the football out every day, every Sunday. You should be okay. Uh, you, you buying Mizzou as uh, actually putting things together over the course of this year? Or are you you basically selling high at this point? No, I think Kirby Moore was a hell of a hire. Okay. And, and, and what they've done offensively to me is is something that should be celebrated. I think talked about probably from like a wide range of college football. I don't, I don't, I, I mean, a win this weekend against LSU at home would go a long way, I think, for the discussion to really sit around it. But the way he's gotten. Uh, Brady Cook to play the way he has and the way Luther has has gotten the ball um, deserves a lot of credit and I, I hopefully people there are giving it to him. All right, make sure you guys are following Alec on Twitter at Alec underscore Lewis. I, I suppose if you want to call it X, you can do it as well. Either way, the content is fantastic. You should be a subscriber to The Athletic to be checking out his work. Great to catch up with you, man. I appreciate your time as always and uh, have fun this weekend and uh, enjoy seeing uh, a little bit more red in the stands uh, for uh, U.S. Bank Stadium in week five. Thanks for having me. Great to catch up. Uh, missed the barbecue down there. I can say that for sure. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing everybody and and giving Sam McDowell help because that is always fun. Thank you. Always fun. Uh, yeah, make sure you guys are following Alex, like I said, at Alec underscore Lewis next time he's uh, he's in town. Take good care of him here at PXG as well. I do want to let you guys know that in the midst of being here over at PXG in the fitting bay, being able to have sort of that personalized experience, I do want to mention that there's something to be said about having a personal experience whenever I'm logging on to DraftKings. DraftKings, by the way, all of those live stats that I mentioned with the live betting numbers, they're able to provide that for me. Uh, and for a lot of their followers to really get an actual insight into what's going on. I'd mentioned last week that 90% of the money, as well as the bets coming in, were on Kansas City. Uh, so sometimes when you're able to get that information and you want to be on the side of the house, it, it helps to know where everything is going. And uh, they've been fairly transparent in that process. But we are back. It is another week of football. And DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. In fact, if you are a new customer, you can bet $5 and get 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets. You throw $5 down on any of this week's epic matchups, you can walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings, by the way, is not stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Uh, one of those I actually took advantage of on Monday night with the uh, opportunity to uh, to bet risk-free. $10 bet, threw it on a uh, Colby Parkinson anytime touchdown, dropped uh, an opportunity, but... Uh, 
like the odds, did a little bit of odd shopping around to plus 700. Uh, just did not work out. But Matt Breida, which we gave out on Twitter, by the way, under uh, 46 and a half, uh, turned out very, very well. So hopefully you guys are following us. Also, if you were in the uh, the Discord uh, for KCSN, we, uh, we mentioned that play as well. But football is just more fun when you are in on the action. So download the DraftKings app now. Sign up with code KCSN. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code KCSN. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Just call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus age. Varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See DraftKings.Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash football terms for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after they are issued. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. We'll be right back with Benny and the Bets live from PXG in Overland Park. Stay with us. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Appreciate everybody for uh, for hopping on and appreciate all you guys for hanging out with us live on the show today. Uh, big shout out to Alex Oren here at PXG as well as to Alec Lewis. Also big shout out to our guy Tucker as well as to BJ for everything that they do. Uh, not just for today's show, but uh, with KCSN in general. All right, few parting thoughts before we uh, we jump off today. And again, if you're looking for best bets for the the Chiefs and Vikings game, uh, we'll have them for you. You can follow me on Twitter on X at Benny Heist. We'll go over some of our favorite plays a little bit later on in the week. Also, make sure you guys are, are locked in over on KCTV Five for Price Chopper Game Day. Uh, we'll have our our best bets uh, right uh, heading into game time as well. Um, I mentioned the the number moving for the Vikings, right? We, we've seen it go from minus six when it opened down to minus five. Um, I'll, I'll see this. The Vikings, if you're going to consider them in this game, and I've talked about this when it comes to betting the Chiefs before, that the best time to take Kansas City is when inevitably at some point in the game, if they keep it close than they when they shouldn't, jump on a money line, Mahomes killed the numbers statistically when he's been, been an underdog over the course of his career, when he's had to come back. He has a winning record when he's had to come back from 10 points down. In the event that Minnesota gets off to a hot start, which is certainly possible given the explosiveness of their offense, you want to probably move towards Kansas City in that live moment. However, let's say you're looking for perhaps another advantage here. I'd probably lean towards the Chiefs if you could still find them at minus three in the first half. Uh, the Vikings have been atrocious in the first half. They've had some good opening drive scores, but then really in the first half, um, honestly, since Kevin O'Connell has come to town, they've had issues. Where the Vikings have been good, especially at home, is coming back in the second half of games. And what we also know about the Chiefs, especially when they're favorites of four, five, six, seven points or more, is Patrick Mahomes has failed to cover the spread in all those games. He's 0-5-1. and so the way that I ultimately kind of see this game going is the Chiefs should be able to get out with the struggles on defense for Minnesota. I see the Chiefs getting off to a pretty sizable first half lead. And then the Vikings are going to do what the Vikings do. 
hang around. Kansas City just unfortunately has that innate ability to let their opponents just keep it closer than it needs to be. And obviously Mahomes could have scored the touchdown, could have covered the spread, um, didn't, slid, made the right football play. I know that a lot of Chiefs betters were frustrated by it. But the way that I'm likely going to attack this game is to take the Chiefs in the first half. You can still find it at minus three. I certainly encourage you to go ahead and, and get in on that number. And then probably when I can get the Vikings as a double-digit dog, if the Chiefs get a big enough lead, then that's when I'm likely to pounce, try to middle that number if I can as well. Not going to worry about the over-under. Again, Chiefs defense has been too good, too consistent this year. I know that uh, the, the the Jets put up some points. Um but the Vikings should be able to move the ball. Kansas City should be able to move the ball. It's just a question of whether or not you buy into that 52.5, 53.5 type number. Chiefs just have not gotten there yet with their offense. And frankly, because of how good their defense is, uh, this could be a game that Cousins also struggles as well. So that's the way that I'm going to be approaching this game. Also look to some of these gross underdogs. Pittsburgh, a four and a half point dog at home this week against Baltimore is another game that I like where there's a lot more money than tickets over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Also, if you're looking at that type of a play, maybe you consider, um, oof, yeah, I mentioned Pittsburgh certainly in play uh, for those types of spots. Um, yeah, Jets plus two on the road against Denver. Um, and yeah, even, even teams like, well, the numbers are still coming in, so we'll we'll get into those a little bit further on as we go throughout the course of the week. But yes, that's how I'm going to be attacking this Chiefs game against the Vikings, like in the first half, and then jumping on Minnesota Live in the second. Thanks to everybody at PXG. Thanks to all of you guys for supporting Benny and the Bets. We'll be back again next week, and of course, leading up to Chiefs and Vikings. Make sure you guys are locked in right here on KCSN for everything you need to get you ready for game day. We'll talk to you again next week. May all of your best bets hit. Until then, so long for now.